0: Welcome again everyone to the Disney Film Project Podcast. We are here once again to review the films of the Walt Disney Company, be they on the big screen or in this case direct-to-DVD and direct-to-the-trash. This podcast is all about those films and we will review them here, eventually we'll get to them all, your favorites and your not-so-favorites such as in the case of this evening's topic. Uh, I am Ryan Kilpatrick, owner, proprietor, blogger at DisneyFilmProject.com, where you can find this wonderful show, as well as blogs about the other cartoons and feature films of the Walt Disney Company. With me, we have the most excellent film people I know anywhere around. First of all, we have Mr. Todd Perlmutter, who is a blogger at TouringPlants.com, chief technical officer at DisneyDrivenLife.com, and an all-around swell dude. How are you, Todd?
1: I'm better than this movie. That wouldn't be hard. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm doing great. Um, I'm hanging in there. Uh, this, you know, this is one of those movies that I feel puts the worst moments of your life in perspective. Let's you How sort soon? them out. Uh- it lets you sort them out and lets you know that somehow life is better.
0: Because you're not in this movie?
1: I Because if, if, if I lost the neurons that have helped fire to store the data chemically in my brain about this movie, I wouldn't be sad about it.
0: It'd be all right. You could have like a localized little event there. Uh, also with us this evening, we have the lovely and talented star of stage and screen, Miss Brianna Alessio, blogger at Adventures of Brie at adventuresofbri.blogspot.com. Hello, Brie. Hello,
2: Ryan. How are you?
0: I'm very well. You have exciting news, I heard.
2: I do have exciting news. I just got offered a role in our local independent film, and it's, it's this coming Friday, which will be long gone once this podcast is released, but hopefully it went well.
0: Yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to get the film and review it on this program, I think. I think We're that's, going yeah. yeah, I think we need to do that.
2: I think we definitely uh, have to do that.
0: I I absolutely agree. Uh, Also, this evening we have Miss Cheryl Perlmutter, uh, who is a bigger star than Sharpay herself. How are you, Cheryl?
3: Doing good. We'll have to do it in outtakes or something, because it's not an official Disney film. And as I told five other people who want their movies on their list, official Disney movies only. Sorry, folks.
0: (laughs) But Brianna,
3: we'll put you in the outtakes. We'll figure out. We'll put your movie in an So We'll put it. In All right. We'll have a.
0: We, okay. we can do a special edition podcast.
3: That'd be good. Yeah.
0: We'll put. We'll put it on the premium feed. Oh wait, we That's... don't have a premium
3: feed. Oh, by the uh, way, and um, and uh, wait, but we wanted to talk about the cast. Our our castle that we start that we we've we watched what three episodes of Castle.
0: Yeah, you did.
3: And um, we liked it, so when it comes back, we're gonna put it up to the season pass.
1: There you go. Though so this a strange place to come into a show, because <laughs> like half the characters died. Yeah. Well, remind me, <laughs> remind
0: me, uh, and I will bring down the season one DVDs the next time I am I am floored away. That's good. You can watch those. Awesome. Uh, so speaking of DVDs, we this evening, today, morning, whenever you decide to listen we'll be discussing Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure, a direct-to-Blu-ray DVD film produced by Walt Disney Home Entertainment uh, featuring Sharpay Evans of high school musical fame striking out on her own in what can only be termed a fabulous adventure uh, if you read the title.
3: (laughs) I think her her real life is more of a fabulous adventure than this movie.
1: That's probably
0: true.
3: It is
2: think most definitely.
0: I dry is more of a fabulous adventure than this movie. <laughs> I'm just going to warn you, folks. If you thought Beverly Hills, Chihuahua Show was an adventure in bashing a movie, buckle up. So, <laughs> yeah, we we mentioned, uh, and, and second of all, I have to say, we we we've taken some shots for you people lately. Between prom, between frankly, pirates for this film. Country we're Bears. We're on a bad streak. Stop it. Country Bears. Is <laughs> um, we're on a bad streak here.
3: Pirates! You're gonna make our guest one of our guests, guests, and listeners, very unhappy with that comment, we, Ryan. We love you, John. Yeah, don't, don't, don't judge us, John.
1: We're really sorry, John. <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, pirates was pirates was disappointing. It was just saddening that it wasn't a better movie. How about that? Yeah. That it was necessarily. It, it
1: better. wasn't. It wasn't a terrible movie. It just wasn't up to par. Right.
0: Uh, speaking of things that are not up to par, Ashley Tisdale is back in this movie as Sharpay Evans, the character she portrayed in the first three High School Musical movies. Uh, and this is a solo film. Nothing carries over from the previous films except for herself and her brother, in a slight cameo, and the rest of her family at the very beginning of the movie. Uh, oh, and her dog. Yes. Wait,
3: no, no, he's not the same dog. What do you well, mean, is but the same dog? The character. Yes, the character is is the same dog, but no, they they replaced the dog.
1: Yes, that's right. It's it's not. I don't think it's Manny Ortega's dog in this anymore. There you go. Or,
3: so that made me terribly sad.
1: Sorry. If that hey. was if that was all that
0: made you terribly sad when watching Sharpay's fabulous adventure, you're in good shape, Cheryl. Yeah,
1: can Can I ask really quickly who who watched it on what medium? I'm just kind of curious.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Who actually owns the DVD?
2: Oh goodness, no. No, no, no. Are no, you no. kidding me? <laughs> who, no. Who,
1: who rented it and how? No. No? Oh, sorry. Okay, so still no money into this. <laughs> who no. watched? Who recorded it off of TV and watched it?
2: Raise yeah. his hand!
1: Yep. Yeah, that'd be me. Okay, cool. And how'd you see it, Brianna?
2: I watched it on the Disney Channel via the pop-up edition. <laughs> me too! And every time the pop-up came up, I wanted to shoot myself.
1: So, here, here was my problem with the pop-up edition. So, usually you watch a pop-up edition of something, and it actually, like, pulls you in, makes you think of something, right, yeah. you know. Yeah, no, goes not this one. Go, wow, that's really interesting, but no, no, mm-hmm. no, not mm-hmm. First of all, this was not the pop-up edition, this was, like, the constant box of stuff edition. Yes. <laughs> okay, because there was pretty much not a second where there was not a pop-up on the screen, which is not how pop-up editions are supposed to go.
2: Constant and- beeping, constant beeping.
1: The worst part about it was the first 10 minutes. 10 minutes of pop ups about clothing. I know. (laughs) For the first 10 minutes of the movie.
2: And you think it might give us good information for the show? No.
1: No, not really. No. No. Just just basically, there was. Okay, so you didn't watch the pop up version, right, Ryan? So what you learn immediately as soon as it opens, okay, is that Sharpay has 29 costume changes in the movie. (laughs) Okay. Uh, okay. They tell you this up front. They they then proceed every time she changes costumes, they show a little paper doll cutout of the costume during the movie covering up like a third of the screen, telling you whether that what modifications they had to make to the outfit to make it sparkly enough to meet the Sharpay character's desires and pass Ashley Tisdale's character's, you know, her her um mindset of what the character is and how she should dress and stuff like that. Every single costume throughout the movie. Yup. Wow.
0: <laughs> yup. That that requires more brain power to process that than I used in the entire film. It It was...
1: <sighs> it was mind-numbing.
2: I mean, forget brain power. I think I actually lost brain cells <laughs> watching this film.
1: Yeah. <laughs> It's 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 bad.
0: Um, so it's, it's it's about if you if you saw any of the, I, I, I we're not going through the entire plot here, folks, because there's not much of one. Um, but if you saw any of the the previews on the Disney Channel or anything, you get the idea. It's Sharpay striking off to Broadway to make her fortune, right? Uh, because she gets an offer from a producer that hey, come to come to Broadway and you can you can audition to be in the show, and the 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 fun little twist is that when she gets to Broadway, it's not actually her they were interested in. It's her dog. Womp, womp, womp. Yeah, I'm just going (laughs) to let that sink in for you. It's the dog. So this was immediately my problem with the movie. Not the fact that it was the dog that they were interested in. That didn't bother me because, you know, whatever.
2: Although it was more surprising than the fact that Christopher Walken was the armpit musician in Country Bears.
0: I don't know. I was more surprised by the armpit musician.
2: Really? Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> Me too. But, you know,
0: whatever. Well, you know. So, Sharpay, the the Sharpay character that from uh, High School Musical 1, 2, and 3. Yes. Right?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Not the same character in this movie, right? Would we agree with that?
1: No. Um, no. I mean, yes,
2: I agree with that.
1: I mean, yeah, no, no, not the same is what I was good at going. Sorry. I was yeah. kind of confused by the.
0: Sorry. I phrased that question poorly. Um, That's all to right. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> Tom and so, I are not used to using brain cells when we talk about this.
0: <laughs> I, think, I think, honestly, we're going to use more brain power talking about it and doing this show than they did in writing it.
1: Yeah, I but I don't I don't disagree.
0: So this was my key issue. Sharpay in the first three movies, when she finds if if that character had found out that they wanted her dog, she would have told them to get to Steppen, and she would have found an audition, found another role, found some other way to to make her break,
1: or she would have bought that play and put herself into the lead role. Something. Yes. Right.
0: That's the way that character worked. She would have undercut somebody. She would have whatever. She would have done whatever it took. Sharpay in this movie decides if they want the dog, I'll give them the dog, and then I'll show them that it's me they really want. So this Sharpay just doesn't feel right to me. And I don't know. Bree, what did you think? I mean, you 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 haven't had not seen the High School Musical movies as much as we had, right? You'd only seen them once.
2: Correct. So what did I- you think? I still actually have not seen the second High School Musical film, but I mean, judging from the first and third ones, I never liked the Sharpay character at all. So I mean, I, <laughs> I went into this not really looking forward to it and it, as it turns out, I was right. Um, but yeah, there was just, there was no depth, there was no, nothing, it was just her popping around looking for cute fashions and there, there was nothing solid to the story.
1: Right. I mean, like, when they tell her, um, another point that was completely unlike her is when she yeah. gets to the condo and they tell her she can't go because of the dog, there was no way that would have happened to the real Sharpay. Right. Right. I mean, so let's let's refer to this as Bizarro Sharpay.
0: I like that plan.
1: Okay.
3: Well, I'm going to actually say something and I'll go out and probably... probably I don't know, who's my fan base, I don't care. Um, <laughs> I actually thought that um, the point with him showing her and telling her off should have happened way sooner in the movie. And had that happened sooner in the movie, maybe that would have changed things.
1: You mean Peyton? Yes. Yeah. So actually, one of the one of the few things I actually liked about the movie was their interaction. I didn't oh, think,
0: I don't agree with that.
1: Yeah, go I, ahead. I I didn't think they were for for the it was better than the rest of the movie.
0: That's a low bar to clear.
1: Yeah, I understand that. <laughs> but um, I didn't think they were terrible in terms of a couple. Just like, but there were be- probably better choices that could have been put up against her. But no one showed up, did they? That's that's true. Um,
0: true. Actually,
3: she recommended him for the part. That may be. And I think because she was executive producer... And
1: therefore foot in the bill.
3: Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so Ashley Tisdale was the executive producer. uh, And that, like many other things, was probably a bad idea. Because this is just a guess on my end, is that they wanted to make Sharpay... A more likable character, like you said, Brie. You didn't like Sharpay in the in the other High School Musical movies, but right. she do You weren't supposed to like her,
1: right? So, well, it, yeah. It, I don't know. It was just like so. Here's the thing that bothered me. Right? Is when when Gary Marsh first talked about this when he, when it was being put out and they like interviewed him for it. Right he said that he loved it because it was bringing out her humanity that was buried deep inside her. And I'm like thinking, no, the point of the character is that she's cold and heartless and all about herself.
2: Exactly, so it was hard to believe that she had any vulnerability about her. Exactly.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, there
0: were glimpses in the other movies. Like, at at the end of the second and the third films, when her role is being taken away from her, you know, you see a little glimpse of You know, that Sharpay can be hurt, that her feelings can be hurt. But the thing that happens in both of those movies is she regroups, she gets herself back up on that stage, and she knocks it out of the park. And, like, here, she decides to grovel and plead and try to work with the star of the movie. And she, you know, chases the dog around, and she's trying to fight a little kid. And it's like...
1: No, that just is not what she would do, right? It, it, exactly. it's, it's as if the people who wrote the movie knew about high school musical, never and the character, never actually saw it, but only saw sweet life of Zach and Cody.:
0: I never thought of it that way, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's,
1: well. like they, it's like they dress Maddie up like Sharpay, and stuck her in this role.
3: Well, that is kind of true, because then we find out, and for our lovely friends at IMDb, that they that the character they were choosing, and I, I as um, Amberly, I'm, I'm going to mess this up, I'm going to keep thinking Amy Adams, but Lee Adams was actually casted as Sharpay once.
1: Right, in, so in no. The show not not Char-Pay. she was Amber- Cameron. Cameron Goodman this this is an interesting little fact Cameron Goodman played Maddie on the show within the show when they did Sweet Life Goes to Hollywood she was she was the actress who was cast as Hollywood Maddie for the show with where they were where they're doing Sweet Life as the show within the Sweet Life show Wow, we've just kind of like
0: interwoven ourselves in a Mobius strip right here.
1: (laughs) I don't know how else to say it, but that's that's what it is. So, what you have is you now basically, so on the screen almost, you have Maddie next to Sharpay, who's actually Maddie, what we're calling her Bizarro Sharpay, right? They both Mm -hmm. played Maddie, even though one was Maddie playing Maddie and not Maddie or something. I don't know. I'm lost. Okay,
2: you totally lost me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All all right. It's crazy. Right, so there was "Sweet Life" of Zach and Cody, right? And then there was this two-part special where they go to Hollywood because some producer wants to take their lives and make it into a t- into a television show. Okay, so they get ca- people to play all the characters in the show within the show. Okay, and the actress Cameron Goodman played the played the actress who was playing Maddie in the show within the show, and Maddie is actually the character that actually dis- Tisdale plays. Or played on Sweet Life Zack and Cody. So
0: it's interesting. I think it was was better before you explained it.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Hey, wait, wait, wait. Bizarro Sharpe. Oh.
2: You might have to hashtag that.
0: (laughs) Yes. uh, Somebody get on that.
2: I'm doing that right now, actually.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Yes, so. We talked about uh, – uh, briefly, we touched on Peyton, who is played by Austin Butler in the movie. He is the guy who is a friend of, a, of Sharpay's family uh, who meets her in New York, and he is an NYU film student who has decided he, – when he meets Sharpay, he decides that he's going to film her for his project to be uh, in, the, in his independent film or his thesis or whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, bad choice, dude.
1: He refers to her as a pink tornado, though, which I kind of wish that she was actually the pink tornado that he was trying to imply she was because that's what was right. missing. Yeah.
0: Well, the, so, so when she first arrives in New York and she's sitting there and talking to him and the attitude she has on display there, she's still normal Sharpay.
1: Yeah, that's what I was saying. The whole scene from there until she gets her actual apartment was actually the best in Sharpay in the movie.
0: Yeah, that I mean, that part is good, right? The, the where, where they're, and she's at the apartment, but it's she turns into Bizarro Sharpay after that when she finds out about the fact that it's the dog, and she decides, oh well, I'm just gonna try and get my dog boy the part, but she has to compete with the kid from Good Luck Charlie. Yes, and they get caught in some bizarre one-upsmanship, and then she decides she'd also she'll also start sucking up to. Amber Lee Adams, who is the star of the show. I have the a Broadway theory. Show.
1: I have a theory. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna run with the whole bizarro sharpe thing here, okay? Oh, oh so so it's because of one pop-up that appears when she gets into her new apartment building. That I don't understand the pop up, but okay, you know when she goes into the building and she screams like for like thirty seconds, right, when she first comes into the lobby? Yeah. It's supposed to be because she's at that point she has never seen beige before in her life. That's what the pop-up says. So this is what I'm convinced, is that her kryptonite is actually the color beige, and that's why the, that's why what happened to Sharpay in this movie is she lost her powers.
2: That makes her more bizarre.
0: So what you're saying is this is like Austin Powers. She has lost her mojo.
1: Yes! I see the parallels. Except that no time travel, because we haven't invented it yet. And right. if we would, we would have stopped this movie <laughs> yeah. that 's on the list no, I, think we,
0: I think we would have had bigger things, bigger things to accomplish <gasps> yeah this, this movie would have been beneath our time overlord notice uh,
1: there, there was one, one interesting thing, so they went, what they did was they spent the two days going around New York City shooting all these outside shots, right, and then everything else you see in the movie is shot somewhere in Toronto. Okay. So okay. so anything that's outside shots without any of the main characters in it is in New York City. But once they're like they're riding around in like carts in Central Park or going to Central Park, that's all this small little park in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's the same uh little park that remember at the end of Battlestar Galactica where they're standing where they're standing at the end and they're like right next to the park? That's the same park. I'm pretty
0: sure. Oh, I've I've never seen it.
2: Yeah. What? I, no.
0: Yeah, I know. I've started on on Netflix, but I haven't I haven't caught up yet. Oh, enjoy. Oh, I will. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I will enjoy it more than Sharkface: Fabulous Adventure. But
1: but then they go through these weird things. It's like they found a building and they love the lobby. So when they're in the lobby, they're actually in a real building, right? But then they make a point in the pop-ups to say that they didn't like the actual apartments itself. So they rebuilt the entire staircase so that they and and that's a sound stage. So where her apartment is in that hallway is a sound stage, and they made it this, an identical staircase. So they come up when they go up the staircase, it's the real staircase. and when you see them coming up to the floor, now they're in a sound stage. Okay. It's like the okay. whole production budget to do that.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say that seems like <laughs> um, a waste. Yeah. Maybe they should have spent that time and effort on the plot.
1: I, I I think so.
2: What Ryan yeah. said. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, I mean, it, we'll sum up the plot, and and we can talk about things we we liked, sh- which should take about a minute and a half, uh, and things that we disliked, which should take the next three days. Uh, but the, I mean, the basic idea, the rest of the plot is that Sharpay's through an identity crisis. So. We're making fun of Bizarro Sharpay, but she's going through this idea this is sort of – what they're trying to portray is that this is the first time she's really had to struggle for something big in her life. Now, I guess that means that they have forgotten about the first three movies of High School Musical, but whatever. Uh, They obviously, as Todd said, didn't watch those films before uh, writing this one. But So she's going through this crisis where she's serving as Amberly Adams' assistant. She's fighting with the good-look Charlie guy over the dogs, and she finally comes to the realization with the help of Peyton – this is what Cheryl was referring to earlier – that she's not being Sharpay, and she needs to do something to get her mojo back, so to speak. And she sets up Amberly Adams to reveal herself uh, through some microphone subterfuge. Uh, to be the pain that she really is, and that ultimately leads to Amberly Adams getting fired from the uh, from the production or quitting, I should say, uh, before she can be fired, and then uh, Sharpay steps into the lead role, and that's the the happy ending that we get.
2: Wow, uh, you wrap that up quick!
1: And you well, know this is going to happen. That's the that's the other thing. I mean, there's yeah. no question that this is going to happen throughout the entire thing, right? Yep.
2: Right.
1: So it's you know the little the little girl. The little girl lost trope always wins in the end, right yeah. so there's no there's no question going through this movie that this is how it's gonna go yeah and and
0: i actually i thought I thought that um what's her name Constance Goodman is Amberly Adams, I thought she was good, and she portrayed exactly what she was supposed to portray, and her downfall was was great, you know no 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 problems with it, but it didn't land as well because Sharpay was almost like. I don't know what to say. Like she was it's almost like it felt like she regretted doing it almost like after she, she basically sets her up with the microphone and kind of sets her off to start saying out loud these horrible things that she's been saying in private. And like she she ends up running away and Sharpay's almost like regretful about this, even though she did it. Nobody's commenting. That drove me crazy.
1: Yeah,
3: you
1: yeah. know. Yeah, no. yeah, I agree.
0: So, all right. So, so we've we've spent a lot of time bashing the movie. Well, let's talk about things that we actually liked in the movie. All right, Bree. Uh,
2: um, were there things
0: you liked about this movie?
2: Um, the dogs were really cute, and that's all I got. <laughs>
1: okay. I liked one of the. Set a pop-up information. Actually, so okay. You you know when when Peyton tries to cheer her up by taking her to that theater underground, right? Yeah. Okay. I actually liked the information about that theater because that was actually a real theater that they found. It was uh it was the 1914 Vaudeville Theater that had been boarded boarded up in 1928 after Vaudeville kind of died just before the Depression. Mm-hmm. Okay. They found it. And they restored it for this movie. Hmm. Okay. And what, was, and what they had found was that the, it had actually been designed so that all those – they don't really show it very well. But all the area – in the members they're on the stage and they're looking back and there's this area of lights with columns, right? And
2: yeah. it looks
1: almost like trees. It's actually real plants. It was a hanging garden mixed in with all those, all those lights. And the columns of the theater were actually painted like tree trunks. To blend in with the whole thing, and they, they went through this whole restoration for the movie. They talked about how it took them um, it took them um, fifteen hundred pounds of of sticky dough, like bread dough, to mm-hmm. pull all the dirt off the murals on the wall and bring them back so that they didn't ruin any of them. It was just it was very interesting, the whole process. The, the other the other thing that I found interesting is the two theaters in the movie, that, that one that, that we're talking about now, and then the one where they're doing the dog show, okay, the right. the play mm-hmm. there, okay, they're actually, one is on top of the other. So what what they did was they rented out the space for the one, and then they actually found the other one underneath it.
2: Yeah. So
1: they, oh, okay. So, See, I
2: stopped paying attention after a while to the pop-up, so I must have completely missed that.
1: Yeah. So, so the columns in one theater are the same columns in the other theater. They oh, just, interesting! Yeah, they just go up into the other theater. It's pretty interesting, yeah.
2: I love the look on Ryan's face after he said, "Oh, interesting."
1: It's the only interesting thing in the in the entire pop-ups, actually. So,
0: <laughs> I can believe that. I can believe that.
1: Yeah, I can. Okay, so uh, that was the stuff that we liked. I mean,
0: I I, I personally, I liked, like I said, I liked Constance Goodman as Amberly Adams. I thought she did fine. Um, She wasn't asked to do a whole lot, but she, I think, brought a little bit extra to it. So, yeah, I liked Amberly Adams, and I liked the part uh, that we talked about earlier with the luggage outside the apartment. And that was about it. Uh, all right, so we've talked a lot about things that we disliked, but can we narrow it down to just a couple of things that, that we thought were were just egregiously bad? I'll start with you, Todd.
1: Um, oh, bad? Um... <laughs> I couldn't tell what was going on in the play with the play with. It kind of sort of drives me up a wall.
0: Yeah, I see that.
1: Yeah, I, I, that just you know, I really wanted to know what was actually supposed to be going on there because it looked like they had three scenes in that whole thing, and I'm thinking that's not a Broadway play. <laughs> 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 that's like that's like a musical number, right? <laughs> yeah. So I was having problems with that. Um, I felt like a high point of the movie, and I know that this is not really saying much with this movie, were the two producers of the play within the movie.
0: While I believe you are correct that, yes, this doesn't qualify for a high point in most movies, I thought the fact that they only had a few lines, but that they repeated those lines, it was as funny as it got in this movie. Yeah. yeah. I, that's a fair I, thing to say. Definitely. Uh, what about you, Bree? What 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 stood out as, as, as so bad about Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure?
2: Can I just say the whole film?
0: No, no, no. I want. I, I need more detail.
2: <sighs> I mean, the whole scene in the beginning, with her parading down the runway, that whole show, waving to her parents and and everything, was just the whole thing was just so cheesy. I mean, that that stood out.
1: Yeah, I was trying to figure that out. Was that at the country club? Do you think?
2: I think so. I don't know. I mean, it was. I don't. I don't know. I don't think they ever specified.
1: Yeah, I, I was trying to figure out where they were supposed to be, and the only thing I could think of was because there were stars, and it was her and boy in stars in the beginning, that they were supposed to be. Um, they were supposed to be in the doing beginning like of the, the movie. Yeah, and the Stardazzle Award. I th- I thought. Yeah, they, I think I, I don't know if it was the
0: Stardazzle Award, but yeah, it was the Country Club, I
1: think. It was a Country Club. Okay.
0: Yeah, I think so. I All
3: don't right. think so, based upon. Um, they had said they had said they only used the stars so they could make they frame the faces remember with the pop-up edition it said something about that
1: yeah well no no i understand that but it was she was putting on a show for people so i wasn't sure if it was supposed to be like this you know the summer after
2: oh okay so todd what do you think what highlighted the worst part of the film in the plot
1: yeah i couldn't stand the amber lee adams character
2: <laughs> yeah
1: I I mean, not only that, but I don't know what was going on with Cameron Goodwin because she's actually not a bad actress, but she was... I I don't know if that's just the way the character was supposed to be and that was what her stage direction was given, but I thought the job that she had in this movie was terrible. Agreed. Um, Except for the one scene where she's hot on the mic and she's acting out and all her fans overhear her. Um, Everything else I kind of sort of felt was um, beyond bizarre to me. First of all, I wrote down in the middle of the movie when it actually occurred to me that I wrote down, I wrote down Amber is the bad guy, not Roger. (laughs) Because
3: it
2: was like,
1: like, you know, we've talked about a couple of other uh, things where it's like, they took one really good idea and another really good idea and just decided to write something in between them and it didn't make a ton of sense to me is because up until the moment where you find out that amber is actually the bad guy you're actually supposed to think that roger is the bad guy exactly and i had a hard time with that
2: i did too because it wasn't clicking that amber was the bad guy until all of a sudden she was in her dressing room i think by herself uh, thinking out loud or something and then it
1: clicked. Okay, so she is the villain here. Yeah, I, but her lines drove me up a wall. Um, I <laughs> the 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 broad, What was it? Broadway is so much better because real people are watching. It's not like movies or television because real people don't watch movies or television. Right. I mean, <laughs> was, was she supposed to be that stupid? I mean, what? It's not like it's not like vapid, right? Right? Like, like right. Sharpay is what the real Sharpay, not Bizarro Sharpay, the real Sharpay. In That's an I, important movie, distinction. Right. Is she's, yeah. she, <laughs> she's not vapid and stupid. Okay. She's just so full of herself that she's not paying attention to anything or anyone else. That's the character. Right. But in this movie, they're trying to put that same idea into Amber. Okay. But it doesn't play because Amber just comes off as stupid and vapid. Exactly. Yes. Very okay. true. And I mean, like, like there's—it's not a matter of no soul or cold center, and the character built around that. There's just nothing on the inside, right? Because she's just this shell of a person that is nothing. Correct. Right. But I, I, I just—and so her character just drove me up a while. Like every time she was on scene, I couldn't wait until she went off scene.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I liked. The actress, I don't think the character did that great.
1: Yeah, that was my, that was what I was saying. I mean, she's normally a, she's oh, normally a pretty good actress, so I didn't understand what was with this character, whether that was the direction or whether she's gotten worse with age. I don't know.
2: Now, were there any scenes that actually made you guys laugh in a good way?
1: Um,
3: I think some of the dog scenes were quite were quite were quite were a little bit laughable. It, <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, when the dog scenes are the best part of the movie, and the movie isn't called Lassie or Benji, there's serious problems.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But, no, some of the the pop-ups, they were telling it, like, Ashley, you know, was trying to teach her dog, they're going to be teaching her dogs based upon how they taught her dogs. I found that was was interesting, especially since Todd and I have been through dog training with Jasper.
1: There's actually four dogs in the movie. Okay, because each um, boy is played by t- twin dogs and Countess is played by twin dogs, right? And so you have Herbie and Howie playing boy and Ginger and Gigi playing Countess. Okay, that was one of the things we learned from the pop-ups, folks. It's not like I researched this stuff.
2: Because <laughs> who would, really?
1: Because <laughs> really, it, there's nothing to find. I mean, I looked for <laughs> something and it's just not out there, Okay. Uh, so all the information about this movie is actually in the pop-ups if you ever want to find it. Um, let's see. Um, I was kind of disappointed, right? Because first of all, the sound, I had the same problem at the end of this movie that I did at um, the end of Country Bears, which was that you have all this build-up and you have one song at the end.
3: It was barely a song. You know, yeah, that,
1: it's a
0: it's a bad number too. Yeah. it's not it's not even a good song.
1: <laughs> it was it was kind of and you know what? It's written by the same people who wrote "Fabulous," the same exact guys who wrote and choreographed "Fabulous." Wrote and choreographed that end number.
0: Really? Yes. I love yeah. that. Okay.
1: okay. And what upset me is the only time you get "Fabulous" in the entire movie is for like ten seconds. Okay, when um. Sharpay starts to realize that Amber just stinks, and it has it goes from that point where she, um, right from when they're she's looking in the car at Amber, and Amber says something to her, and then between that and the somewhere in there, they play "Fabulous" for like ten seconds, and it's kind of disappointing because it's it was played so little that it didn't rate enough time to even be on the soundtrack for this movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
0: I think that's part of the whole Bizarro Sharpay issue, right?
1: It, not enough music. Yeah. So here's something that drove me a little nuts about the movie. I think they were trying to do something that they had done throughout the high school musical movies with Sharpay. Okay. And that is, you know the thing about Troy and how he, when he's losing his mojo, he, um, he's missing the baskets. Remember how we always said that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? So did you notice that? The deeper Sharpay moves away sharp, – she moves away from Sharpay towards Bizarro Sharpay, the, the more she does that, that she loses her pink.
0: No, I didn't notice that. I right,
1: didn't so, notice it either. Right, so if you watch in the costume changes, by the time she's sitting on the bed and she's signing – fr- she's signing the autographs for uh, Amber and then she's doing – she's highlighting lines and she's telling off the other guy. Through the window, she's saying, "I can't go out with you because I have to highlight lines." Right? Her, right, her costumes are going from being bright and glittery to being darker and more drab colors.
0: Hmm. I mean, oh, you know what?
1: You know what? I did see. I did notice that
0: because doesn't he even say that when he can, when Peyton confronts her? Doesn't he say something to that effect?
1: He, sa- he that's when he branches the thing of what happened to the pink hurricane that I knew when she came to me. Right. New York came to New York or something like that exactly yeah 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 okay sure. okay yeah it's, I did notice it then but not and, before then and I honestly think that's what they were trying to portray there but because they were still putting the glittery rhinestoney stuff all over the outfits it really didn't play off well but I could tell that the colors were becoming darker and more muted for sure yeah and that's why they put her in that horrible outfit at the end I think she was supposed to be bouncing back into her colors
2: yeah yeah that didn't
1: work it so it was um <laughs> there was one thing that i liked at the at the end when she's when she's packing to leave before peyton convinces her to go back to the theater uh mm-hmm. to get and they and they call to get boys stuff right that kind of that whole thing goes on she, right. there's, a, there's a lady gaga per- poster of ashley tisdale on the wall in the background
2: <laughs> miss that one oh that's not good
1: yeah, if you if you mm-hmm. look at it, she, is, she it's it's like a picture of her with like the big eye and the hair flopped over the other side of the face. And it's nice. Just a big, it's definitely like a Lady Gaga post. So I thought that was kind of you know, us. I think they were just trying to put it in there for fun. Um. I I did you know there was, there was one line that I really liked in the movie. Just literally one line. I literally like I said I didn't like the rest of the movie, but this one line I loved. Okay, um, and uh. Have, she's having a conversation with Peyton and she says to him that perfect is so hard and it doesn't prepare you for disappointment.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, okay. I, and I kind of felt that – remember we were saying that had this – that this movie probably isn't what they intended for the movie to be, okay? But had it been and had that been the real point that they got across that this would have probably been a better movie because that line right there should have been the center of the movie.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, that's Agreed. yeah, you're right. That's what they were trying to get across, but it, it so did not work.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: Um, so, Todd, let's talk about the what I made you watch.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. So, um, when when it happens that we're watching a movie, and the and the um, the st- and it's a mo- it's a current movie, so uh, sh- uh, talk shows will have an actor or actress on. When
3: Casey Anthony's not on trial, may I add?
1: That's right. <laughs> uh, Cheryl if, if he's not on trial? Okay. On <laughs> trial. <laughs> Cheryl will record um something for me, you know, to watch later on that's related to the movie. So what she did um for me was she recorded the ep- the episode of the view that Ashley Tisdale Wait, was on. I
3: always record The View every day. Well okay, well.
1: she records the view every day, but she'll save it for me. Okay. So in this case she had me watch okay. the interview of Ashley Tisdale on The View. Okay? And it's really funny, so it's supposed to be promoting the movie, but they literally talk nothing about the movie. They showed the clip. They showed the clip from the movie, and then they had Ashley Tisdale come out on stage, and she talked about Ashley Tisdale. And then at the end, they show the DVD, and they say, buy it in stores today, okay? But everything that happened between those two points was actually, I thought, was kind of interesting, right? First of all, never occurred to me before that Ashley Tisdale is not actually a blonde. (laughs) I did know
0: that. I did know that. Um,
1: Okay. But I should have realized it because there was one of the pop-ups in the movie was was actually talking about how she had three wigs for the movie. Mm-hmm. Always, one was always being cleaned, and one was a complete backup should the other two fail.
0: Oh, see, so, I thought she just—I thought she would have just dyed her hair.
1: No, it's wigs.
0: Wow, that's even worse.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, worse. it is worse. <laughs> okay, um, so she confirmed that there is in fact a TV High School Musical spin-off coming. But has an all-new cast.
3: Which is, I think, the Darbus thing.
1: Right, that we have mentioned previously. <laughs> right. Um, huh. The character Sharpay was... We Remember I told you about the comment my by, um, stepfather made where she was called... The Lurie's, dog girl, oh, yes. The dog girl, right? She said in her interview that the, um, the creator actually did, in fact, n- know a Sharpay and... It wasn't until it bit him, it was his girlfriend Sharpay, that he realized that the dog breed actually perfectly represented the character he was trying to write, so he named the character Sharpay. Huh.
2: Makes okay, sense. wow.
1: <laughs> so I thought that, there it is, my stepfather predicted it correctly. I'm just saying.
0: Impressive. Um, <laughs>
1: impressive. Her grandfather is Arnold Morris, who invented and sold the Ginsu knife.
0: Okay. So there's that. She's got that going for
1: her. Ron P- and her cousin is Ron Popel, the infomercial king. <laughs> right? He sells all the stuff on all the infomercials, you know what I'm talking about?
2: Yes.
1: Right? I, I don't know him personally, but I know what of what you speak. Yes. Okay. So, um, I, you know, that's, I think that was, oh, no, and the other thing was the, um, the rest of my life song. Uh yeah she had it saved for filming until her birthday and then they filmed it on her birthday because she thought it would be a great present for herself
0: i'm beginning to see why this movie was not good
1: yeah and uh i really have nothing else oh oh, oh and ryan shows up at the end which is actually one of the yes, better ce- which is like one of the better scenes of the whole movie because as soon as he walks on screen lucas gravel just rocks
3: that was the one scene of the film that actually smiled in a good way. And um, he actually sung the song at the beginning, as well.
2: The
1: song at the beginning?
3: There was a, there was a, there was a song that he sung in this movie.
1: He did. He sung uh, the song Baby, which was which song? You got me. No, I don't know. Because um, Gonna Shine is the first, mo- is the first song, right? Mm-hmm. Um. yeah and i don't know then there's my boy and me and my girl and me right because those are the two things that go on the the roger and the and the yeah. star Pacing. a um, new york's best kept secret the rest of my life and baby are the songs in the movie I maybe his song was cut no i
3: definitely no, no, remember it, it it's in there oh, oh it's in the dogs Oh, it's when the when dogs the dog... are in
1: love and they're doing their love their and love. They do, the, they do their
3: dog day afternoon. I'll call it the dog day afternoon.
1: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so there you go. That joke actually better than the movie.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Walka, <Okay>. walk-a, walk-a. <laughs> um, There you go. So I've got, like, nothing else.
3: Dog day afternoon, which is also a local kennel. Here in here in Orlando. So,
1: so uh, you're making a dog connection. Yep. Okay, fair enough. Don't we all make dog
0: connections?
3: I'm also trying to make oh. a promo because um, <laughs> well, this, maybe this, they'll, maybe maybe they'll give Jasper free boarding if he this, mentioned that. Much.
1: This is a, <laughs> <laughs> nice. This
0: is
3: a
1: dog of a movie, so it's okay to be. Yes, that. it is. Got yes, no it is. Oh yes. So you know what the actual worst thing about this movie is? I just want to say it. Have you noticed we've left something out of this podcast? There's something that just hasn't come up at yeah, all. The truth. Yep. Go ahead, Todd. There is literally no Star Wars reference for this movie.
2: Oh. <gasps> That's right.
1: I I think we, this we, we tried. I I think this movie comes from the gut of the emperor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's fair.
1: I think, that's <laughs> fair. I, I, I think this is the darkest of the dark side and that's all i'll say but there's nothing there's nobody not even you know like i said earlier when we were talking about it beforehand the guy who got the donuts and the coffee nope not even him mm, okay no, the not. key grip not even on star wars no one so i got nothing enjoy yeah. it sorry
0: <laughs> no you're not gonna enjoy it just just spare yourselves really I think is the message you want to take away from this um, don't don't watch this if you have affection for the high school musical films or if you don't just just stay away because it, it's bad yeah. it's it's really bad it's disheartening how bad it is actually but you know what guys there's a light at the end of the tunnel we have good movies coming up and uh, we, we can enjoy those and not um, suffer the way we did through this so uh, Todd Perlmutter what what Mercy killing number, will you put to Sharpay's fabulous adventure?
1: Um, yeah, I'm going with the old half star. Because yeah. at least I liked a couple things in the movie, and I'm talking a couple about out of like hundreds of things in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah.
3: I'll take the other half of that star, and I'll
2: do one half star as well.
1: Okay. Three.
2: Um, for the effort, I'm going to to give it a one. But, I really can't give it any more than that. I I would like to give it less than that, but I have to give them a little bit for for credit for trying to make her a vulnerable character, for trying to give her a heart. But she was so vulnerable that you couldn't recognize her character. Um, but I'm, I'm going with a one.
0: Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Uh, yeah, I will also go with one, um... I, yeah, it's just disheartening, honestly. It's kind of like we talked about uh, with, with with pirates. You know, it, that that was not my Sharpe Evans up on the screen. That was somebody else. It, it, Bizarro Sharpe, as as Mr. Perlmutter coined the term. And and there could have been a good movie made starring her. And and like you said, Brie making her vulnerable, but this was not that movie.
1: Exactly. Yes.
0: Kind of disappointing. Yes. Ah. <sighs> I'm just a sad, beaten man now.
1: And there was no Miss Darvis. No. no. None, nothing about the job that she was supposed to have after high school. None of that was in this.
2: Uh, not even Corbin Blow. No.
1: no. Well, that, yeah, that I could have done without him either way. Yeah, so. that's probably all right.
2: Yeah. Not <laughs> <laughs>
3: even Zeke, the guy to bake for her.
1: <laughs> no Zeke. That's true. What? She didn't get, like, any pastry in this, in, this movie. In, in fact, all her friends in the beginning of the movie are nobody we know from the prior movies. So there you go. And they never show up again. No. It's
0: a whole other thing that we didn't talk about. Right. Yeah. Oh, crazy. All right. So, so that's our look at Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure. Um, please leave us a note and, and, and buck us up for the next film uh, because we be need it after watching Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure. Uh, you can stay in touch with us until next week. Go to the website, DisneyFilmProject.com. You can see what the next movie to come out is. You can watch the movie and then you can enjoy the show. That's how it works. That's what we do. Um, you can go to Facebook and like us there. We are Disney Film Project. You can uh read our tweets on, on the Twitters uh at, at disfilmproject. Film Project. You can keep up with us at our various and sundry bloggeration on touringplans.com dot com for Todd and myself, uh Brie at Adventures of Brie at adventures dot blogspot dot com. And soon soon on the silver screen, no less.
2: <laughs> I hope so.
0: Yep. Woot <laughs> We'll, we'll have to much we'll of a special edition, like we said. Uh, but uh, until next time, folks, don't go see Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure and uh, enjoy the rest of your don't, day, evening. Don't morning. buy it. Don't rent it. Don't record no. it. Don't. You, if you do any of
1: those things, you're just encouraging them.
2: And we will lose so much respect for you. Yes.
1: yes. And, and then they'll make Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure Part Two, and we'll really be crying. We,
2: yeah. Then we're gonna have to come after you, customers. Yes. So.
1: Then it's your fault, not ours.
2: That's
0: right. All right, right, folks. See ya.
2: Bye. Bye. Go forth and be merry.
1: Later.
3: May the fourth be with you. It was the only (laughs) movie.